When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome once again to Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, 2022 has come to a close. We're heading into 2023. Excited to give you more of your favourite movie reviews by your favourite movie reviewers. Hopefully. You know, top top 100. Let's got say that. Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> got be. Is there 100 movie reviewers? I don't know. <laughs> well, I am hopefully one of your faves. My name is Adam and definitely one of your faves is my co-host, Mr. Cotney John. How you doing, bruv? You are. I'm all good, mate. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are bringing you this special episode to give you our top three movies of 2022. Uh, we're also going to throw in our Turkey of the Year in there. And we'll finish off by kind of looking forward to some of the movies releasing uh, in the upcoming year of 2023, which we are very, very excited about. And hopefully, if you stay with us uh, over the next few months, you will hear us review some of the big, huge releases. 2023 is really looking like a good year for film and cinema. Mm. 2022, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But before we get into that, uh, how was your Christmas, John? All good? Oh, it's been lovely, man. Absolutely brilliant. It's my year with Oshin this year. Love that. So, uh, Ad Oshin, his, uh, his mum and his little sister came over as well for the presents, you know. Nicely done. Uh, and uh, we <laughs> we went on this uh, little tour, you know, to see, like, the uh, houses with all the lights on. Oh, yeah. Above, like, when it happened, I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell you. So some of the houses, because obviously they go all out, don't they? And so they have little collection things, you know, for like the electricity. And then like a few of them had little notes on that said like, uh, please donate for the electricity and anything left over goes to whatever charity they were giving it to. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. And then we got to one. Bruv, they had, you know, like the little set you get at Lidl. The free yeah. little kiss me ass, blow up snowman, blow up Santa, <laughs> blow up Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, and they had a collection. No, do one, do one, bruv. I ain't giving you nothing for that for your nine ninety nine display. Jog on a collection from the, for the Aldi aisle. Unbelievable stuff. Um, I mean, that was one of the best memories though, wasn't it? Christmas, like going round and looking at the houses that went. Oh around. yeah, um, and especially in, in today's kind of you know, the way things are with electricity and bills and yeah. all the cost of living. And yeah, all. so you, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind giving, you know, putting a quid in for, like, the yeah. ones that have gone all out. But for th- for this one, nah. <laughs> nah. I felt like taking it. I felt offended. It could be a little bit of a money earner. Just go to Home Bargain and spend, like, a fiver on tinsel. Decorate your front 
of your house in Noel Tinsland, just put a pot outside like <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, I see there's one round here, round um, near me mum's, and they've spent they must have spent thousands. It's weird, like, mad thousands it? on it. Yeah, there but is I mean, house. it brings a lot of joy because people like we went, and there were like four other families doing the same thing, just walking around looking at the different houses. And this house is amazing; it looked incredible. It looked like something out of, um, do you remember, like European Vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where he's got it's just it's just covered in lights, covered in like the statues, the inflatables, bit of music going. It was uh, it's amazing. Oh, it's class. Well, no, I mean Christmas is over now. It's always sad. I always think the build up. Um, obviously we've talked about it on previous episodes with the movies, the songs, everything. And then it's one day and then it's, it's, it's ten multiplied by two plus one in it. Romeo done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it. We've obviously been in our new house and I do want to take this opportunity to listeners out there is get yourself a friend like Mr. Cockney John, because I have been moving and obviously with two young children, any parents listening to this, if you've, if you've experienced moving house with young children, it is by a country mile one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, ever. Um, and, you know, fair play to, to my podcast uh, compadre over there who has come over, doesn't live too close, but he's come over on three separate occasions with his car, Help me move loads of stuff. So massive, massive shout out, John, and I appreciate it, man. Oh, you are, Baba. Um, but I had a bit of a mare. Obviously, moving to a new house. Uh, what's one of the first things you do when you move into a new house, John? F- for me? Yeah. Chris in the toilet. Fair play. Well, this th- this leads there. Uh, right. you go on the You go on Just Eat. And you oh, see them, oh yeah, for your new for your new takeaway. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, you got a fresh kitchen, just been to the shops, filled the fridge, and it's like what do you want for tea? Uh should get a takeaway. Like, yeah, yeah. Like could easily cook, but nah. <laughs> um so I found this kebab place, right? Now you know I'm a sucker for the old yeah. dog meat. And uh, it it was oh, it had amazing reviews and it had it was Donna and chicken shawarma on a fresh night. All right. Uh, yeah, nice. so I was absolutely chomping at the bit. Mm. Uh, so I ordered it, and then it came up with the sauce options. Now, it had a great selection. Yogurt, mango chutney, all of it, relish, all of this stuff. And then it had mild chili sauce, mm. chili sauce, and then extra hot chili sauce. Um, and I was feeling... I was feeling brave. I was like, you know what? I'm. I yeah, like. I like. I like spicy stuff. I do like mm. it. My guts, on the other hand, aren't as much of a fan. <laughs> uh, so I ordered the extra hot chili sauce and ate the kebab, and it it burnt my mouth horrendously. Really? Oh, it so it's proper hot sauce. It was proper hot because that's rare. That's rare, especially on Just Eat. They, exactly. They, yeah. They say it's super hot, and it yeah. never is. And it's like Frank's Red Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Hardly. And, uh, yeah, and then I'm not going to lie, it has crucified my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Something rotten. Uh, but let's not go into details about that. Twenty twenty two, the year of Adam and Cotney John's big movie podcast, by the way, uh, launched in 2022. We've brought you... Uh, as consistent episodes as possible through illness and through house moving and whatever else has happened. But we've been to the cinema quite a lot. 
obviously, at the first six months of the year, we went to the cinema together, we went to the cinema apart, and we watched loads and loads of stuff. Uh, so what we're going to do on Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast this week is we are going to give you our top three movies of the year. So um, we're going to rank them three to one. Uh, and then, you know, we'd love you to get involved on the Adam and Cotney John Big Movie Podcast uh, Facebook page. If we've missed something, if it's a movie we've talked about that your shock's not in there, make sure you throw it in there. You might throw a film in that's in your top three and we may have not seen it. So it could be... Uh, a great discussion topic in a couple of weeks. So let's uh, throw it over to my good friend, Mr. Courtney John, in at third place for your top movies of 2022. All right, in at three. Um, easy, bros. Great film. Great, so funny. Such a good message, but just apart from that, just hilarious. It was yeah. so funny. Billy Eitner I love Billy Eitner anyway I think he's hilarious and we know he loves you Uh, he he does he does love me if you listen to the end of last week's episode (laughs) Billy Eitner's my boy Billy Eitner (laughs) is a fan of Adam and Cotney John's big movie podcast Um, but yeah that film just it it had me because it's it's so good it's it's like there's so many different things going on it's a spoof of the Hallmark holiday films yeah, it is a Hallmark holiday film. Yeah, it's got some just laugh out loud, yeah. like bent over double laughing. And then it's got, and then all of a sudden, it's got you really thinking about things. Yeah. Uh, and it does all that within like three minutes. It's it's a bit of a roller coaster film. It, absolutely amazing. Just yeah. one, of, one of the funniest films I've seen. Could not agree more. Amazingly written, amazingly acted, mm. great cast. Uh, like you said, a great message, and an all-round fantastic film. And I don't think as many people have seen it as as should as they yeah. should have. So yeah. hopefully, when it get when it you know when it becomes available on any streaming service or things like that, I think it's going to be one of them that will blow up once it once it hits the streaming. Yeah, it'll be a grower for sure. I know my brother yeah. watched it. I, I kind of told him, you know, that we went to watch Bros a couple of months ago and I uh, said to him, you know, you need to watch it. And he watched it and he messaged me and said, mm. yeah, Bros is absolutely top draw. Fantastic. Uh, in it three for me. Uh, and I struggled with this because I was kind of going through 2022 and I had some standouts. And then I thought, no, I can't put that in there. No, I can't put that in there. I mean, there's honourable mentions all over the place. Now, Bros, for example, I knew you were picking Bros, so I wanted to kind of mm. mix it up a little bit. I didn't want just two identical lists because there's films that we've both loved. So I thought I'd go a little bit different. In at third place for me is it came out earlier in the year and I think it's just become available on um, Sky Movies and it is The Batman Okay, so The Batman, yep, directed by Matt Reeves, obviously starring Robert Pattinson in the main role as Bruce Wayne. Mm. Um, I have to say I went in, you know, a little bit like, ooh, you know, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. This kind of thing happens a lot where they bring it back and you obviously had the Ben Affleck stuff after it. Batman Superman wasn't a massive fan. Justice League, meh. And... And I thought the Batman was absolutely brilliant. Amazing uh, villains in it was. Oh, it was. It was. It was dark as well. It was. It was probably. See, I, I haven't know, I seen it. 
Well, this is the thing. I know you haven't seen it, and this is mm. why I'm kind of I'm just leaving a little bit of bait out there and want you to jump at it. Yeah. Uh, I took my dad to see this earlier in the year, and and I have to say I was. It was one of those nights as well. I'm sure it was like a Tuesday night. I was well tired and I was thinking, and it's quite a long film to be fair. Let me find out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally two, three hours. And I was a bit like, oh, three hours is going to be tough here, but it absolutely gripped me. And Robert Pattinson, I mean, literally what a role to take on. And he's had, you know, the Twilight films where he's best known, um, but he absolutely smashes it out of the park. Like yeah. a younger version of uh, Bruce Wayne. Um so yeah, uh, the Batman. If you haven't seen it yet, maybe if you're a bit skeptical, Robert Pattinson or the fact that you love the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, I definitely think it's worth a go. And then you've got Colin Farrell in it as like the Penguin really? character, yeah. And he is—you can't recognize him. It's crazy. Like my dad I'm, I'm, at the end of the film when it came up, like Colin Farrell, he was like, "Who's he?" And I was like, "He's the Penguin." And I had no idea. The big might like it. Loved it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he again, he, I think he loved that Dark Knight trilogy so much. I think he yeah. went in a bit like, mm, I'm not so sure, but it was a, just a, it was a bit different, but it, it like very dark, and I think it was very, um, I just think it was very, very well done. M- maybe a tad long, three hours is a long time in it, but yeah, yeah, but it never felt like, oh god, when's this going to end? It was, it was top draw. So I highly recommend. Well, you need to watch it, mate. Yeah. You know, you, you you literally do a movie podcast and you've not seen one of the biggest <laughs> releases of the year. Um, <laughs> but in all got... fairness, we weren't doing the podcast when the Batman came out, so you yeah. are you are let off there. And I've got a free film though on uh, Sky Store, so I well, it's on Sky size Sky Movies. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, right. All right. On, I'll just like, get it. Available oh, on Sky Movies. So in at number two, um, Cotney John's top three of the year. Oh, nah. This is a film that I knew what I was getting. I got what I was expecting, and I was happy the whole way through. Bullet Train. Bullet Pitt, Train. Absolutely smashed it with his film. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous story, stupid action sequences, <laughs> but just great fun. Like, there's so, I've, so many inventive ways to kill people have seen in this film it is absolutely brilliant and the list of bad guys is just every single one of them's fantastic and it's hilarious as well yeah so could could not agree more i mean it's funny with bullet train it was kind of going off the cinemas wasn't it and we'd um we'd just been given our cinema passes to obviously do this podcast through dad's net huge shout out and um, we we went to just, we saw a random, it was like the last showing. And we just was yeah. like, oh, should we go and watch Bullet Train? We'd not even started recording yet. And uh, we I remember we both walked out of it like, that was mint. Like, that yeah. was quality. And Brad Pitt, he just... He's, he's he just ridiculous, isn't he? He's, he's ridiculous. So everything he's in, he's good. He's he's. I don't think I've seen him in anything bad. He's the sort of actor where it doesn't matter what the film is, yeah. just knowing that he's in it. He's a bit like he's, Leo. Yeah. I I just I'll just be happy to watch it regardless. Yeah, of, and I think I don't he's need just, to know anything else. There's levels to being cool, and yeah. I think Brad Pitt is just one he's of up the there with me, isn't he? Guys. <laughs> That's the overstatement of 2022. Um, what do you think he's doing on New Year's? Do you think he's recording a podcast? Uh, I'd like to tell you what Brad Pitt will probably be doing on New Year's Eve, but I can't, this is a family-friendly podcast. Um, 
So, in at number two for me is a movie. Um, obviously, I do the other podcast with my brother Lee, to Mr. Peas, and we were on tour uh, this year doing shows nearly every weekend. And on one like long stint, we started going to the pitches in between shows. And he was a massive fan of a music legend when he was younger. So I booked us to go and watch Elvis. Um, the Baz Luhrmann. I'm right in thinking Baz Luhrmann, aren't I? Um, Baz Luhrmann. Tom Hanks is in it. Um, it is. It is fantastic. It is honestly brilliant. And the biggest shout out, I'd say, performance of the year, which we're not going to do a category for. Because there's quite a yeah. Uh, but Austin Butler as Elvis Presley <coughs> in the movie Elvis is one of the greatest. If he does not get the Oscar nod, then there's mm. no justice. Especially when you know when you think um, Freddie Mercury is it Rami Malek? He, Rami he Malek, got, yeah. He got the nod, didn't he? And he was brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but Austin Butler was outrageous. And the whole film. Now, I'm not the biggest Baz Luhrmann fan personally mm. I, i've not seen that many of his films but the ones i have seen i've always thought they're a little bit too sometimes a bit too pretentious a bit you know yeah. look how posh we are and and <clears throat> to be fair elvis was just mega it was just it was brilliant and i think alongside the fact that i actually really like elvis presley's music anyway uh, right, yeah, yeah. my brother used to play it on repeat when i was younger um yeah, great film. Great, great, great film. And I know my brother took his kids and my mum and dad to watch it a week after we'd already gone. Uh, he was a huge fan. So, yeah, in at number two. Did Lady give a uh, little rendition? Did he get up and join in? Um, no, but it's it's a bit cringy when you think about it. Like, we've told this story before, but if you've not heard it, you know, we moved schools. My brother was in year three. Uh, no, year four. And then my other brother was in year two. And then I was in reception. And we moved schools, um, and on the first day, my we my mum got asked like, "Oh, what are the boys into?" And obviously, my mum was like, "Oh, Adam loves his football. Ryan loves his football, and Lee loves Elvis Presley. He does an Elvis impersonation." <laughs> so the the year four teacher told my brother to bring his outfit in the next day, and he basically <laughs> made him walk round every class performing. <laughs> uh, blue suede shoes, right? What introduction! And to he a got new brought. School. I know he got brought into my class, and I'm there trying to make an impression with the boys. And he's like, "Oh, this is the new boy, Lee Parkinson. He's going to just do this uh, blue suede shoes." So he's there on this table, going like, <laughs> doing all the shaking and all the boys. And then this kid's like, "Is that your brother?" I'm like, "Nah, I've seen him before in my life." <laughs> Um, but no, highly, highly, highly recommend. I think this is two solid lists so far from us. Um, yeah. And if you haven't seen any on it, you know, watch it. Let us know in the group. I love after the Christmas episode that we did, so many people got involved with the chat. There was people who had never seen Miracle on 34th Street who watched it uh, for the first time. And that, I think that's what makes all this well worthwhile is if you can throw a movie shout out there and people end up watching it and enjoying it. You know, you know, you're doing something right. So here we go. The big moment, top movie of the year. Mr. Cockney John, what are you saying? Now this one, this one, I can't believe it. I I was not up for it at all. And it's just incredible. Uh, The Woman King. Yes. I knew it. 
when I said to you, King. let's go and watch The Woman yeah. King, you were like, oh, bruv, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I remember it's it. one of the best films I've ever seen. It's, it's amazing. It just has you gripped from the yeah. second it starts. It's got the best fight scenes in, like, uh, probably, like, it's up there with John Wick. Uh, like, yeah. I actually think they're better bit than John Wick because they're more realistic. It's more visceral than something yeah. like John Wick. Um, but the the women in it, I mean, Lashana Lynch, I, I was going on about her in the uh, original review, but my God, her character is just so incredibly strong and tough and fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you, I love how much you tried not to swear there. You I were just, trying, like, in your brain, like, come on, think of something, think of something. And then you were just like, oh, don't matter, I'm saying it. She yeah. deserves it. But that that's the only way to describe her character. Well, all the characters in it, but it, for me, it was Lashana Lynch that really stood out in that film. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I thought it was... You know, I know we both came out of that and we were both like blown away. It was a really, mm. really top, top draw film. Hopefully it's reflected in an Oscar nod for Viola Davis. Yeah, who thoroughly I really hope so. She was, yeah. she was fantastic in it. But yeah, three, three great the, choices. They did everything. Everything in that film, they did. All yes. the barefoot, all the landing on their knees, the slamming against the wall, everything. They just did it. They wanted it to be as realistic as possible. So when you see pain on their face... It's because they were in pain. Because they'd actually hurt themselves. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah. Um, no, great, great top film. three there, mate. I, uh, I highly recommend all three of Cotney John's choices. Um, in at number one for me, and I don't think this is going to be a surprise for anyone <laughs> <laughs> who has listened to any of these movie podcasts, because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on nearly every single one. Hang uh, on, can on I the... make guess? <laughs> nah. It's <laughs> not Lyle night, Crocodile. The... <laughs> to be fair, Lyle Lyle Crocodile is probably top five, but it's not making uh, not making top three. Uh, so on the day of release, I went to watch this in 4DX, which if you don't know, it's where your chair moves, you get hit with rain and wind, and it's, it's amazing. It's, it's literally like a two-hour ride. Um, loved it so much. Like I, it was one of the greatest cinema experiences I've ever, ever had. Taking mm. me back to my 1998 Armageddon, uh, visit. Went straight home, said to my wife, right, my mum and dad are looking after the kids next week. I'm taking you to see this. So then we went with my wife. She loved it. I loved it even more because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then I messaged you and said, yeah. have you seen it yet? And you were like, nah. And I was like, right, I've booked it. Let's go. <laughs> and that is Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick. And what a film. What a what film. A film. <laughs> I mean, I just want to give a shout out. The budget was $170 million. What's its it? box office return was $1.4 billion. Uh, that shows... Just how unbelievable. And the greatest thing is, it was due for release before, like, or mid or before COVID. Mm. And basically, Tom Cruise and the director fought and said, no, it needs to be a cinema release. It needs to be when things are back to normal. And I think that film on its own kind of 
is it signified like the the return of normality and cinema yeah. going and because the first night I went to see it the cinema was packed people were there in aviators glasses it was it was insane and the soundtrack the action <laughs> the story the cheesiness the corniness everything about it I absolutely love so much so that I'm actually planning I'm I'm taking my kids out for a couple of hours after we finish here and then when i get home later on i'm doing a bit more work on the house and then i'm settling in to see the Watching new year we've talked yeah you can call me a loser whatever you want but listen i feel what? the need <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah Kim is in for a good night <laughs> yeah exactly yeah fast fast and quick um well, so yeah, like, so- the, uh, like the woman king they did all the stunts they actually did didn't they yeah yeah so they, when they it looks like those G's, yeah. yeah so when they're like passing out and stuff that was because they just had a camera put in their face while they were doing the stunts yeah and so it it just showed what was happening to them and again i i, do, I just really rate actors that are prepared to go that extra mile and do that yeah and you loved you loved obviously you loved Top Gun Maverick as well. Oh, it? God. It I mean, was, the, op- the yeah. opening, just the opening beat of the music, the yeah. nostalgia. I mean, I was a huge Top Gun fan, even though it came out before I was born. Obviously, growing up, watched it. My brother was a big fan. Um, it was one of the table names at my wedding. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just at the sequel, it was so, it, you know, it was... It was talked about for years that there was going to be a sequel to it and then it was never kind of came off and then the and the director of top gun uh sadly passed away and you thought that that was probably going to be the end of it mm. and then they've, they've somehow made this and it is and a huge shout out to miles teller who plays yeah. um obviously goose's son rooster what a performance and the memes the 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 dancing on the beaches it's all just that is my 2022 top gun maverick is my 2022 uh obviously alongside my kids my wife and my new house um, um so there you have it our top three movies of the year uh my three was the batman and then in number two was Elvis, and then at number one was Top Gun Maverick. Uh, obviously, Courtney John, your three were? Uh, number three, it was Bros, number two, Bullet Train, and number one, The Woman King. Amazing choices. Make sure you let yeah. us know your top three. Like I said, on Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook page. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Uh, we Before we leave yet, we've got a quick um, movie plot in one sentence. I'm going to give it to John, and then we're just going to run through some of the movies that we are looking forward to um, next year. So, are you ready? Let's do this. Come on. A drug-crazed lunatic slowly kills children in front of their parents, one by one. <laughs> is this I'm my... Guessing by the, I'm guessing by the my, Is this get, my worst... Um, my worst character ever, who who is up there with Mr. Bumble for me? Uh, well, save, is, save is, your guess till the end, right. my friend. <laughs> 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So, uh, let's have a little look at some of the movies coming out in 2023. Um, I will tell you if I'm keen, if I'm not keen. Cockney John will tell you if he's bothered, if he isn't bothered. So, we'll start off, kick it off. With a movie I cannot wait for, mm. Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, because now, now, oh, this is a tough one for me. Uh, well, it's not tough. I'm just not really up for it. I've I've just got a feeling it's going to be awful. No, uh, no I want it disagree. to be good. I really want it to be good, but I don't think it's going to be. I, I've got this awful Die Hard 5 feeling about it. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I I think there's just no way, there's no yeah. way that it would be made, It, it there's just no way it would be made um, if, if it wasn't going to be mint. And I think it's going to be top, top draw. Uh, I hope Chris- so. I hope so. Yeah, no, I think it will. And I'll tell you what, I cannot wait to review it on here. I'm yeah. telling you now. Uh, we've we've, we've got to get, get Big Mike. 100% got to get Big Mike. 100%. Next one. Uh, what are your thoughts, Mr. Cotton John, on Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer? That is, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Is it? Yeah, Oppenheimer is, I think it's going to be incredible. I think it's going to be a cinematic masterpiece. I think the script's going to be incredible. I think the directing's going to be incredible. I think the artistic vision is going to be incredible. Just, I just, I'm so excited for Oppenheimer. Yeah, so excited. I think it's going to be top, top draw. I reckon it's going to be film of the year. I really do. That's big, big shoes to fill. Um, one that I am absolutely, I cannot wait for is Creed 3. Um, oh, yeah. Huge fan of the Creed. I know I, t- I, I dragged you to Creed 2. Yeah. Um, love uh, the Creed. This one's actually directed by Michael B. Jordan, the star. Um, so right. huge pressure on this. I'll whistle through some of the superhero films because obviously every year is... Yeah, it's going to be loads, isn't there? Loads, yeah. It's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp 2. We've got, mm. well, so we've got Aquaman 2. We've got Shazam 2. We've got The Flash. We have got, I think that is nearly it for all the biggies. Yeah, I mean, to, I'll be honest, out of all of the... Uh, superhero movies uh i reckon i'm more excited to see cocaine bear than any of them (laughs) Um, cocaine bear (laughs) indeed cocaine bear if anyone doesn't know is a movie coming out a thriller dark (laughs) comedy 
um, where an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists and teens converges in a Georgia forest after a 500-pound black bear ingests a large amount of cocaine and goes on a drug-fueled rampage. Believe it or not, people, it's based on a true story. Can you believe it? I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that. I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm really hoping that it's sort of like, you know, like Violent Night was just surprisingly incredible. Yeah. I'm really hoping for the same with uh, Cocaine Bear. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always good to see Batista dressed up as Drax, but a, a black bear high on cocaine is going to push him out of that slot. It's going to be it's <laughs> going to be great. And then just a couple of little uh, mentions. There is a new Transformers coming out. There mm. is the new Mission Impossible coming out, which is, I think, yeah. could be fantastic. A new John Wick coming out. Fast yeah. and Furious 10 is coming out. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a new Star Trek um, Expendables 4 I mean there's there's a have lot have you noticed though there's a lot of sequels oh yeah in well, 2023 isn't it? Ideas. it yeah that's why I'm up for Cocaine Bear it's a new story yeah. I mean I, <laughs> like Sharknado came out and I couldn't wait for Sharknado 2 Oh, well, actually, the Meg 2 is going to be coming out. Oh, is the Meg 2 coming out? The Meg 2 is going to be coming out. Yeah, Um, we've got Statham again. Statham, I think so, yeah. Let me just just double-check that. If anyone hasn't seen the Meg, uh, it's obviously about a... Well, it's just about a massive shark. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you listen to Adam. We give you the lowdown. Yeah, Meg 2, the trench, is coming out, and it stars... Jason Statham. Yes. Um, but I want to give a shout that there's a movie coming out which personally I am so so excited for because it is um one of my little girl's favorite films and she cannot wait uh is the live action remake of the the Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Now it's directed by Rob Marshall. He's done this before. Now, some of the live-action Disney remakes have not obviously been... They've not blown you away, uh, many of them. Even though I have enjoyed quite a lot of them. I was a huge fan of uh, the Aladdin live-action. I was a huge fan of uh, Beauty and the Beast live-action. And I'm really, really excited for The Little Mermaid um, to be released. Now, there's been a bit of a controversy about The Little Mermaid. Um because they've cast a black actress to, oh, God, it's so play, stupid. to play Ariel. Now, if you are someone that is that disagrees with that or has an issue with that, shut the hell up, you absolute <laughs> piece of shit. Because you're talking, if the actress is good enough to play the role of Ariel, she might have a fantastic voice, she might look the part, whatever. Who gives a flying rat's ass about the colour of her skin? If you have an issue, shut your mouth and grow up and learn. Do some learning, you tools. Um, so I'm... <laughs> how, so I'm you, how do people get upset about it? It's a, it's a kid's film about a mermaid. Uh, this is what I mean. What I mean, is can wrong you believe with that, people? Can you believe, that, can you believe this, right? <laughs> Arguments for the negative response that a black mm. mermaid does not adhere to historical accuracy. 
I mean, really, really. Oh. I mean, literally. Look, look. What have you got out of the minute? What have you got out of the minute? Avatar: The Way of Water. Now, I am going to go and watch this, and when I go and watch this, I will give you um, a little review on this podcast. Yeah. Avatar: The The Way of Water and the original Avatar, which obviously over two billion at the box office, the biggest movie ever, is about blue people. In 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 a in a, in a made up place called Pandora, <coughs> like people just need to shut up. It's 2023, <laughs> you absolute fossil of, of views. You know what I mean? It honestly infuriates me. And do you know what I love more than anything mm. is I went to um I went to the cinema with Isla recently. I think it was Lyle Lyle to be fair. And now I saw a lot of things on TikTok of people reacting to the trailer of The Little Mermaid. And, they, you know, there were these, like, uh, you know, American rednecks just going like, well, I ain't going to watch it. No way. No way a black woman should be playing Ariel. That kind of jazz. And my little girl sat there in the cinema and it came on and there's only a little, like, a snippet of her singing. Mm. Um, and Isla turned to me in the cinema and went, Daddy! Look how beautiful Ariel is. Boom. Do you know what I mean? That <laughs> is that is what it's about. Not all the other absolute rubbish, absolute <laughs> tools. But anyway, I'm getting off the point because people annoy me. Um, <laughs> to be fair, American rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so we will leave it there before giving you the answer uh, to the movie. Oh, yeah. But before I do, there is obviously the Super Mario's Brother movie. Scream 6 is coming out. I mean, I don't know what you think about this. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Have you heard about this, John? I've, I've, yeah, I've seen bits of it about it online. It's like a horror, isn't it? It's, it's a horror uh, slasher, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch well, yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. But I think it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I've got a feeling it's not going to be good. No. No, I, I, well, if it is good, then we will hold our hands up. Oh, and say 100%, yeah. Okay, to finish this jam-packed episode, we are going to give you the answer to the movie plot in one sentence. I will remind you what it was. A drug-crazed lunatic slowly kills children in front of their parents, one by one. Okay, Mr. Cotter John, do you have your answer? I think this is a pretty easy one. I it's, want you to head into 2023 with confidence. What is your answer? He's got, he's got to be Willy Wonka, at it? It is Willy Wonka <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. And after our upcoming movies of 2023, Cotney John, you will be thrilled to know that on the 15th of December 2023, oh, a brand new movie called Wonka... Is coming out starring Timothy Chalamet as uh, Willy Wonka, and it focuses on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Umpalumpers on one of his early adventures. Oh, God. Does he um, does he just so steal guess, them like he does kids? <laughs> I guess we'll finally find out what it's a character. When you it's a character that streets. they just don't need to carry on the character. He's done. He's not appropriate for our day and age. He hurts children. Just stop, stop with Willy Wonka. We don't need it anymore. It was, it was a bad idea when it happened. It's still a bad idea. Stop. So Wonka coming out December 15th, guys. 
Um, okay, thank you so, so much for listening. We hope we've whet your appetite for the movies coming out in 2023. And if you have not watched any of our top threes, make sure you watch them and let us know. Uh, as always, for more information on dad and parenting, check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all your dad and parenting tips and needs. Um, I just want to say on behalf of both of us, massive, massive thank you uh, for supporting this podcast over the last couple of months. Uh, we have absolutely loved doing it. We've we've watched some great films. We've watched some not so great films. Oh, that's one thing we haven't done. Right, mm. you've got thirty seconds before we finish this episode. Yeah. Your biggest turkey of the year. The Don't worry, darling. You have seen. <laughs> Don't, Don't worry, darling. Thirty seconds. Did you need? <laughs> did you need any? T- <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst film I've. Ever- like I always say, there's that Adam Sandler film going overboard. Yeah. And don't worry, darling. They're, I can't watch either of them. They're both, they're horrible. This year, don't worry, darling. Awful. Absolutely awful. Piece of trash. Get out. Okay. <laughs> well, well done. You did that in a record 10 seconds. Um, I'm going to throw it back to February. Uh, a director mm. that I actually do like, Roland Emmerich, who was behind such films as Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow, 2012, which I all enjoyed, mm. big popcorn fests. Took my dad to watch a movie called Moonfall. Uh, the title basically says it all. It is, <laughs> it is, by a country mile, one of the worst films I've ever seen. At the end of it, the funniest thing is when the movie ended, right, I turned to my dad and we both burst out laughing. And then this (laughs) other couple burst out laughing at the exact same time. I'm not even kidding. We all stood up and went, what a load of shit. Like it was like, it was like a court, a choir. It was insane. Yeah. Um, So there you have it. But yeah, like I said, Make sure you join Adam and Connie John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook page. Follow at Podcast Parky on TikTok. Follow to Mr. P's Podcast on Instagram uh, for all little clips and things like that. We cannot wait to give you our first review of 2023, which will be coming very, very soon. Thank you for supporting. If you know someone who enjoys movies, share this podcast with them. Uh, and let's keep on going from 2023. A massive happy new year to every single person listening to this, and a massive happy new year to my good friend, Mr. Cotney John. Happy new year, bruv. Take it easy, mate. In a bit. <laughs>